Hi, I'm Adam Sanford. I'm an academic life coach and professor in Los Angeles. And I'm Dinur Bloom. I'm a college professor in Los Angeles. And this is Learning Made Easier, a podcast where we discuss how we learn, how we teach, and how they overlap. back to Learning Made Easier. This is episode 126, Derail Bad Habits by Playing the Tape. The temptation to ignore what we need to get done in favor of what we want to do can be pretty strong at times. We've all been there, got a pile of work to do, our minds start searching for some kind of distraction, whether that's video games, going out with friends, watching some TV, listening to music, vegging out. We know there's a deadline, the assignment's just driving us crazy, and we need a break. And we've all rationalized our choice to start up Minecraft or Fortnite or go out with friends. We need to take a break. So both of those things are a valid form of recreation, right? It's a good use of time. That lasts right up until the moment we realize we've wasted three hours on the game, or we've hung out for a few hours and we're happy that we saw friends, but now we're exhausted and we still haven't finished the work we needed to finish. Maybe the deadline's passed. We missed it. Now our grades are going to suffer, whether it's a little bit because it's a weekly assignment or a lot because it's a term paper. Worse yet, this is often a bad habit. We get stressed out by the prospect of the test or the assignment, whatever it is, so we turn to our bad habits. So you might be wondering, how do we resist that kind of temptation? Well, one possible way is the technique called playing the tape through, or just playing the tape. And this technique comes from recovery groups like Alcoholics Anonymous that help recovering addicts resist the temptation to go back to their addiction. It draws on the fact that when we are trying to resist temptation, a psychological event, it's called euphoric recall, happens. And this is our natural human tendency to remember past experiences in a positive light and just kind of overlook or discount or ignore the negative experiences that came with them. And specifically, one article that I read said it's playing only the first few minutes in an endless cycle of happy memories. However, when a person using this technique plays the tape, it means they're thinking about those first few happy minutes of doing this destructive thing they want to do, and then thinking about what follows those first few minutes. So for an alcoholic, those first few minutes might be having that first drink. You know, they feel the cold glass in their hand or the cold beer bottle, and they taste that first swallow and God, it tastes good. And they feel that first little bit of a buzz, right? And they're really visualizing all of this. But then they think about the fact that they know they're going to have a second drink because they've done this before. And then the third drink because they've done that before too. And visualizing not just how good it feels to have those drinks, but the kinds of consequences that are happening because of their increasing state of drunkenness, like a bar fight or doing something really embarrassing or a DUI, you know, and all the rest of it. So the goal in using this play the tape technique is to remind the person before they take that drink what's going to happen if they do. And they already know what will happen because part of what got them into recovery was hitting bottom due to being drunk and having all of those horrid consequences. One man talked about his use of the technique on medium.com and we'll link to it in the show notes. Two things he said really jumped out at both Adam and at me. 
first, people who need this technique are people who tell themselves they don't need it. They say things like, I'm only going to have one drink. Second, people who use this technique are only successful if they are brutally honest with themselves about how big of a lie that is and how much they tend to look at their past experiences through the lens of happy memories only. The author says, and I quote, playing the tape forward forced me to really reflect on my past failures and visualize exactly how they would play out again if I made those same mistakes. Now, this technique sounds pretty specific to dealing with pleasurable memories of addictive behaviors. But let's be honest, students who use pleasurable distractions to avoid the reality of doing an assignment or studying for a test can use this technique too. The pleasurable distraction in this case might be playing a video game or going out with friends or binge watching TV shows, but the consequences are still real consequences. Missed assignments, failing grades, added stress, ramped up anxiety. And the technique at its core is how to deal with bad habits, whether those are life-threatening ones like addictive habits or just grade-threatening ones like playing your video game instead of doing your homework or studying for your exam. So let's talk about how to use this technique to combat your bad habits related to avoiding what you have to do as a student. So first, imagine giving in to the temptation that you're facing or giving in to the bad habit that you know you have instead of doing what you need to get done. So let's say it's studying for a test. So I want you to imagine yourself pushing aside your books and notes, throwing away your flashcards or putting them somewhere you can't see them, turning on your game console or booting up the game on your computer. Imagine getting comfortable with a soda and a bag of chips or whatever accompanies your gaming sessions beyond just playing the game. Then imagine what happens after you give in to the temptation. And don't summarize or skip to the end. Imagine every moment in detail. One writer suggests visualizing the first thing you do, like taking the first drink, and then asking yourself what you know you'll do next. So you've turned on the video game. Your study tools are pushed aside. Now what? And now you start the game. Imagine that opening screen. Hear the music. Feel the controller or keyboard or mouse under your hands. Now imagine the quest or the fight or the game or whatever the mission is. Imagine how it gets your adrenaline pumping or how it makes you feel happy and excited and powerful and so forth. Maybe it makes you feel relaxed. And then imagine what happens once you realize it's four hours later and you haven't studied at all for an exam that's happening tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Really visualize and feel what it will feel like going to bed exhausted and waking up the next day. Feel the dread in your gut as you think about the test, which you're not prepared for. Experience the stress and anxiety of actually taking it as you realize you don't know any of the answers. The nightmare you have about taking a test and all the material is foreign to you, you're living it. Hear the stress and worry in your head as you wait for the bad news about your grade. Imagine beating yourself up for not studying when you had the chance. Then finally, imagine getting the bad grade. You deal with anxiety, you know this feeling all too well, but imagine that shame and guilt. Imagine having to tell your parents or your partner that you failed and why. Now, keys to this technique are you've got to be honest with yourself 
and you got to feel, see, and hear how you would feel if you made this bad decision and gave in to the temptation to ignore the schoolwork or not get ready for the test. So make sure you feel the anxiety, the embarrassment, the shame, the guilt, the impulse to kick yourself afterward, all of it. Imagine every consequence of giving into the temptation or the bad habit that will get in the way of your success. You want to feel it viscerally. You want to feel like you've actually screwed up. Now, once you've done that, go back to the temptation and visualize yourself deciding not to have those consequences. Realize how much better it will feel to do what you need to do instead of giving into that temptation. Now, kind of like the Lauren Handel Zander method of holding yourself accountable with negative consequences, which we talked about in episode 93, this technique is not fun, but it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to make you aware of the consequences you'll face if you give in to temptation instead of staying focused on your work. Now, for our own experiences with this, the phrasing of play the tape is new to me, but I am really big on visualization. I like to imagine how success feels and looks like. And then I ask myself, okay, what's it going to feel like if I don't reach this success? If success feels amazing, how is it going to feel to not succeed? It's going to feel pretty bad. Then I go, okay, what's standing in my way? Is it my nerves? Well, if it's my nerves, what can I do to reduce them? For me, one of those ways is preparation. It's one of the things that Adam and I emphasize often on this podcast. It's do as much preparation because if you fail to prepare, you're preparing to fail. And one of the things that I know is I know how much energy I need to teach my classes at least to do so effectively. And so I've got to play the tape when it comes to doing things like my sports photography or more recently my charity work to make sure that it doesn't interfere with my teaching. And so I'll say, what would a bad class look like for me? And I'll take steps to avoid that because no one wants a bad class, not students and not teachers. But I'll also give myself a positive image and I say, what would a great class look like? And for me, a great class is a really vibrant and engaged conversation about material with all my students. And so I take steps to not only avoid the bad stuff, but I take steps to their good goal because I'm visualizing both the negative, bad if I don't rest, if I don't prepare, but also the good stuff that can happen if I do prepare. And like Denor, I've only just found out about this technique, but I can totally see how powerful it is. Because recently I faced a situation where I was really stressed out by my to-do list and all I wanted to do was go play video games for about five hours. But I also knew if I did that, I wouldn't get important things done that needed to be done. And the impacts would have affected, among other things, my physical health. Even so, I really just wanted to play my video games and ignore the stuff I had to do. And I realized that if I didn't give myself a good reason to do the thing I needed to do, then I was just going to go ahead and ignore it and play video games and have bad consequences. So I played the tape, and I realized just how awful it would make my life about a week later if I didn't attend to the things I needed to attend to that day. And my natural tendency to catastrophize, which is to think of the worst possible outcome, that actually helped me because it allowed me to imagine the worst case scenarios that I really wanted to avoid. And as a result, it scared me, and I did what I needed to do, and I avoided the catastrophic events that would have followed otherwise. The way students can use the advice in this episode you don't have to be in recovery to struggle with temptation. The next time you face a temptation to avoid doing what you know you need to do, try this technique and see what happens. Make sure you feel all the imagined consequences. 
don't just do this like you're playing the tape on fast forward. You're playing this tape thoroughly. Really imagine what it would be like to fail the exam or to miss an appointment or to go over a deadline. That's really important to how this technique works. And teachers, the way you can use this, apart from playing the tape for yourself, guide your students through a worst case scenario as a class. I've actually done this where I talk about how you've got a paper due in two weeks and here's all the things that you do until suddenly you are there on the night before it's due and writing it frantically in the computer lab, right? What happened? So pick something that you know most students have done, putting off a paper until the last minute or cramming for an exam and walk them through the entire tape from the decision to put off the work in the first place all the way through to the bad grade. And then ask them if it's worth it to have put off that work instead of doing it when they needed to do it and get a discussion going. And this will do two things. It models how to play the tape for your students so that they see it in action. And it also allows them to know they're not the only one who does this or has trouble with this. Students, in my experience, they really appreciate knowing they're not the only one who has this problem because so often they assume they're the only one who does. So that's what we have for you in episode 126. If you're finding this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. We're always hoping to get new subscribers so we can help more people. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Android. We're hosted on Blueberry.com. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you wrote a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to join us next week for episode 127, when we'll talk about how work always expands to fill up all available time, and how you can make sure it doesn't eat all of yours, when we discuss Parkinson's Law. You've been listening to Learning Made Easier, a podcast about how we learn, how we teach, and how they overlap. We want to say thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon who make this podcast possible. If you want to support us, please go to www.patreon.com slash learning made easier. And we look forward to seeing you next week.